0: welcome back another day another vlog we're back again first day back at work second swing part of the one swing yeah oh good Uh, yeah autopilot it's pretty uh pretty much easy when you're into once you get into these long swings Like the old days you sort of just go into auto every day and you just roll along and do your thing so yeah nothing really exciting there uh did a little bit of work last night on photos just keep ticking away and doing some stuff Uh, yeah no real big changes on on me in the last 24 hours i guess so yeah what can i say (laughs) but some big big news um if you're a car car follower and a car person you would have heard of rimac uh it's a croatian brand uh Mate Rimac, very smart young fellow, twenty-one, built his, uh, started up his own electric electric vehicle company, much like Elon Musk. Just a brilliant, just a, one of those brilliant people. Um, from then, he's moved on. You probably best know the Rimac cars from when uh, Hammond uh, crashed in it in a race, and the thing took like three days to put out because of the batteries in it. There wasn't enough protection or whatever. So they've come a long way. They do. They make super hyper cars and they've got better and better every year. Now, they only started 11 years ago, which is sort of crazy, isn't it? 11 years sort of seems like a long time, but in a business, it's not really a long time. Now, huge news today. Um, he has come up. He's done pretty well for himself. And like you got to give the young fellow a patting back was 21 when he started, so he'd be 31, 32 now, I'm assuming. Um, he has signed a deal to go into partners, Rimac with Bugatti. The new company is going to be called Bugatti Rimac. Uh, the splitting up his his Rimac company. It's going to be two parts. There's going to be uh, basically a parts group which is going to supply Volkswagen and Porsche and all that Volkswagen group with electric vehicle parts, so that's good news because he does make pretty good gear, so those companies are going to benefit from that. So that's the separate car uh, parts business, and then he's going to be the CEO of the new Bugatti Rimac uh, division, which is to make Bugatti and Rimac supercar, hypercars, whatever you want to call them, whatever you, whatever you fancy. Uh, he has now inherited that 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 title. But he's also, I'm sure he's getting a hell of a pay packet. Now, Porsche, obviously, big sort of part owners of the VW group and all that sort of whatever mess, the entanglement that every company owns, every other company and all the, if you look at it, there's probably only 10 companies that own everything on the planet, realistically. Um, But Porsche is going to get a 45% stake of this new company, so the new car company. So he's going to still have a, cut of the parts business but he's also going to get in the cut of this and running this business so look good on him that's amazing feat for as i said a 21 year old to start an electric car business uh, much like elon musk he's one of those just freaks and just super super smart and busted his ass believed in what he wanted to believe in sacrificed everything and got it done he's taken a small again in croatia and that, as he said in his speech when he was talking about it, uh, no one wanted to invest in him as a 21-year-old electric car company in Croatia. Uh, so now they've got over a thousand people, and they're going to—they're building a $200 million facility uh, in Croatia, uh, state-of-the-art test track, all the guff. Uh, very, very cool. So congratulations to him. I think it's going to be actually pretty good for Bugatti. Bugatti has. Some of the most, if not the most, beautiful cars on the planet. They have a proud racing history. Um, they've, they know how to, they've got their customer base of billionaires that buy their cars. Uh, obviously, cars are all moving to electric. There had to be uh, an air and a certain time frame, I guess, but they had to really go, well, we need to have an electric Bugatti. And I think this is gonna take that pressure off them. You get a company that has just released their new car, which is just ridiculous. It's an electric hypercar. I think it beats the, the play now. It's down to like 1.87 seconds to 100. Uh, just all the other ridiculous hypercar specs. I actually can't remember the name of it, but they've only just released that, a new production vehicle for Rimac, and it's pretty darn amazing. Uh, so look, taking on that, and I think all the all the positives they have had, they've had obviously the stuff like the battery, they learned from that, they've, they fixed that, they've got better. They run motors on each wheel. They're pretty switched on with their tech. They sell stuff to all sorts of other car companies that you wouldn't think of. Uh, Kona's Egg actually uses some of their parts. So they actually have a big parts infrastructure already. And I think that was probably one of the biggest reasons for the, the acquirement by uh, Porsche and And the Hyundai, I think Hyundai is 12% of them, so they supply parts to Hyundai as well and their technology. So I think it's good. It's going to, A, give Rimac access to these just insanely beautiful designs from Bugatti. You can learn from that. You can learn about bespoke and getting the levers and the interiors and everything up to just ridiculous standards on that side. And that's what Bugatti, Bugatti like Rolls-Royce, they're just um, gorgeous cars and everything is handmade and just, just crazy. Um, yeah, we're now gonna be able to get them, but an electric, electric, which is even better for luxury car owners. I mean, what's better than a luxury car owner? They're not worried about doing 200 miles down the track. They might do it once or twice, but generally they're coming from a business meeting. They wanna get in the back with their, their CEO or CFO and sit there and have a discussion. Nice, so quiet car, nice electric car, no noise. They can sit there, have a conversation, have a glass of three hundred year old Scotch and talk about how they're going to take more wages off their staff. <laughs> My money. There was probably the board. There was probably a board meeting about that. I'm sure camera conspiracies could do that for me. But um, so look, I think it's actually pretty good. I think for Bugatti, smart move, uh, electrifies their fleet, so that's good. Uh, for Rimac, it's just wins all over. He. Yeah, he's got to be laughing his soft sleep tonight having signed that deal. Uh, he guarantees his car company for a long future and guarantees himself. Oh, I'm sure he's getting a, one heck of a payout for this uh, splitting up his company and, and the purchase and stuff. So, look, good on him. Congratulations. And, look, huge news because, uh, yeah, Porsche is going to get this technology Volkswagen's going to be able to get this technology, Hyundai get them, so it's it's only going to be bigger and better from here on. In. So big news in the car world and for electric cars. So very, very cool. Now, Nintendo Switch. This is a strange one. they had a clip, they've just announced the release of a new OLED version for the Nintendo Switch. Pretty cool. OLED, we know, is the best picture. Dark blacks, all that. Pitch quality is fantastic. It's just strange that halfway through their ad campaign for it, for OLED, they've got it docked, so you're watching it on a non-OLED TV and they're playing it through the TV. So I'm not sure if they're will if they're, if the they're advertising a new switch for OLED or they're just advertising the switch on a whole. So it was a little bit weird to me because half the ad was that people were docked playing on a TV, but... It, the model's about OLED screen on the handheld unit, not on the TV, unless Nintendo's selling TVs now. So, yeah, look, I think it's good. Seven-inch OLED screen, pretty darn cool. If you're into gaming, if kids kid's into gaming and into Nintendo and stuff like that, that's going to be fantastic. I just don't – the ad campaign just seemed out of touch because – I thought it would have been a hell of a lot more emphasis on the screen, the colours and all that and talking about that uh, when it was just basically about the Switch and they showed, and they didn't really actually really push the fact that this screen, the only difference really is it's an OLED screen now. So yeah, okay. But anyway, that's coming out. Uh, That's going to be out October the 8th. If you do have a Nintendo Switch or you've been thinking about getting one, it's probably worth waiting until you get that the screen quality will be a hell of a lot better for your gaming, so that's pretty cool. Now, um, tch, 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 Nikon. Interesting one. I didn't know really whether to really talk about this as much as I thought. Um, Z9, we all, it's, there's been a thousand rumors about it coming out. Uh, Canon rumors talked about this, and they, they were basically talking on the, on the second-hand thing from Nikon rumors. And basically, Nikon rumors have said that it's going to come out in November, December this year. So basically, we knew it was coming. We didn't know when it was coming. It's a rumor that it's coming then. Has any rumor about electrics in the last two months been accurate? No. The MacBooks, Sonys, everything else we've talked about, I think in the last couple of days as well, it's been all pushed back and delayed. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's not till 2022. Now the specs was pretty interesting because basically it was like a wish list of everything Nikon wishes they had, but I, I it's pretty hard to sort of, <laughs> to believe that they're going to put all this in the Z9 because they're so far behind, I don't know how they're going to catch up in one camera. So it's a little bit tricky. Specs. Now these are the rumored specs. So... I, I highly think that these aren't gonna be close to this. It's gonna be probably a better camera and a, a really good mirrorless pro camera. Whether they can get off what they're actually dreaming about, I'm not sure. Now, a new stacked high-res FX sensor. Yeah, that's cool. It doesn't. It's not a back illuminated, so therefore it's probably not gonna be as fast. Um, high-res, so I'm assuming something around a 45 megapixels, say an R5 a Sony a7R4, sort of somewhere around that mark. That's believable. That is, that's not amazing, that's what they need just to catch up to the opposition that's already had it out for a couple of years. So, eh, okay, yeah, they're playing catch up, so that's good, at least you get there. Integrated grip, of course, it's the pro level one. 20 frames a second. Huh? Are are you kidding me? (laughs) Uh, The R3 is 30 frames. The 1DX was 20 frames, That was that's two years old, Maybe, yeah, two and a half years old, I think, and they're only getting the 20 frame. Yeah, a little bit slow. 16-bit RAW, so that's pretty cool. They go on the 8K route, 8K 30 frames, 4K 120. Yep, so again, catch up, 8K, I don't think they need, why do they need, why does Nikon need 8K? They're photographers' cameras, they're not video cameras, their photographers cameras they want it seems like they want a piece of the video market and they're just putting that in there but it's like an afterthought i i think they need to focus on getting 30 frames a second then rather than having 8k i think their photographers their wildlife photographers would appreciate 30 frames they're not going to really appreciate 8K. 8k is fantastic if you want to zoom in a lot and do a lot of video stuff but it's pretty much useless because no one's got AK TVs. By the time YouTube compresses, it's pretty much down to 1080 anyway, so really, it's a bit crazy. Uh, new processor, new XP processor, understandable. Object detect AF, okay. It doesn't say what objects, doesn't say eye, autofocus, doesn't say bird, doesn't say car, which is everything in the new Canon, everything Sony's already got. They've got the bird, the the eye and all that stuff. Canon's now got the automobile tracking, and all they've got is object detect. So, and we all know one of Nikon's biggest flaws is their autofocus. Uh, stunning, stunning, in inverted commas tracking, uh, stunning tracking AF. That does that's pretty broad range to as a quote st- to put into quote as stunning, stunning to someone that's used a Nikon and to get up to below canon and sony it might be stunning to those people but to someone that's using a canon or a sony it's probably like are you kidding (laughs) that's two years old man (laughs) so it's a little bit as i'm saying the the specs they put in there is it's more like a just a a wish list of where they need to be uh and they better get to here and i think that's really what this is so take this all with a grain of salt Two XQD or two, our two CF Express card slots. Definitely need two card slots as a pro model. Uh, I think having two of the one card is right. Um, I don't know why you go XQD. I definitely go have maybe CF Express. That's fine. But seeing as though the SD cards have now just been upgraded and they're all going to ridiculous speeds, over a thousand megabytes a second, crazy stuff that we talked about the last couple of weeks, I think either have CF Express or uh, SD cards and then use that new Lexar performance uh, cards from SD. So I think that'd be a better option. I think the XQDs is pretty much well and truly gone. I didn't really know anyone was actually using them anymore. So that's a bit strange. Uh, ISO again a little bit weird here. 64 000 to 25,000. Now Nikon's normally got a really good ISO. I know Benny's. Uh, whenever the other night he has his Z7. It goes up to I think all the way up to 200,000 know the Sony does like ridiculous up to 400,000, crazy town. Um, so it's 64 to 25,600 and then high one, high two, but doesn't say with them. Again, I think this is just, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit at the end. Uh, better dynamic range of noise. You'd hope so. It's better than the DSLR. <laughs> uh, EVF, five megapixel or nine megapixel. Realistically, they need to come out with something decent to sell this nine megapixel give give your customers something to smile about give them a nine megapixel the photographers they're in the eye socket all the day uh give them a nice evf nine megapixel will help you sell cameras nikon so definitely do that 120 hertz refresh yep beautiful again that's good stuff that they need they don't this is not a wish list they need to have that in if they want to sell any of these because they've got the competition is fierce uh new used interface no second LCDs on the back of it like the D6, uh, a new battery, and then the same six to seven thousand so US dollars. That's ten grand. That's that's a lot of cash. That's going to be above the R3 and above the R5 and A7S3. So like they're going to have to really get this right. As I said, I think this is Nikon rumors. Just I guess trying to find something to talk about. I think all those specs uh are not really wishless they're just really as i said before get it up to speed that's not something that's going to blow anything away like uh r3 come out with eye autofocus so you don't even need to track it you can just use your eye to track it that's something amazing and different uh sony has ridiculous auto tracking uh ridiculous speeds uh ridiculous iso up to four hundred thousand for the a7s3 that's that's what sells cameras. Um, if you're gonna come out with the same stuff as cameras that are two years old, you're not gonna be able to translate that into sales. You're gonna get the existing Nikon units, users. You're not gonna get any new users because they can get a, a secondhand Sony, they can get a secondhand Canon. Uh, we're about to get the R3 and then the R1. So the R5 and R6 will become cheaper they're going to become secondhand items that you can buy secondhand on ebay for a good price uh that's what you're going up against like we're talking this isn't going to come out on sale till 2022 realistically um that's the same time as the r3 the r3 has already just blown all those specs away so nikon hope hope they've got something more up their sleeve uh not just what that is because if that's the specs i really think they're going to struggle it's going to be a They'll sell theirs to their Nikon users and that's fine, but then they need to sell more than just to their current user base. They need to be able to get new people in and I don't think they're gonna be able to do it with that. My thoughts, what do you think? Let me know below. Now, um, last but not least, Canon, Oof, production issues. Speaking of production, we've talked about chips and all the issues with chips. Obviously the Z9's one of those things that's been pushed back because of that as well. RF lenses that are currently having production issues that are not gonna catch up to August. If you have pre-orders already in, so um, you'll save for that 14 to 35, that's probably one that's gonna to spring to mind. You might still be able to get your stock, but you may actually have to wait so till late August. So a yeah, little bit of issue there. Lenses that it's gonna hurt, 14 to 35, the 100 to 500, the 100 millimeter, the 400 and the 600 mil, all RF lenses, obviously. Now, the new ones, that's for the Canon. So, thanks, Canon for that. So, that's sort of a bit of a heads up. So, if you hadn't already pre-ordered something, maybe try and get in now because stocks are going to be limited if you were waiting to pull the trigger on, a, on one of those 14-35s. Well, you probably need to have already pulled it or you, or you might be waiting till maybe September before you get your stock. So, look, at just a bit of a heads up on that. And that's about it. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a quiet day. On the, on the tech news, but that that Rimac, Bugatti Rimac is the new company, very cool. I actually think it will do, I think it's a good match. Uh, I think it's something that's gonna prove a lot of oh, benefits to Porsche, Volkswagen, Hyundai and all that with getting that Rimac technology for their electric cars because that Rimac, like Tesla, was out in front and really good solid tech. Uh, and the other car companies waited back because obviously they got the money. They can come in and do what they've done is just buy into it, which they have. Um, Rimac, I think is, but I think on the whole, Rimac has just done crazy, and he's just got to be so so happy. Good on him. Just shows you if you believe in something and you put in the hard work. In ten years, he has now set himself up. He set his country up for a great manufacturing. Uh, Future, too. So that's awesome for Croatia. Very, very good news. Good on him and good on your Rimac, uh, Matei. Awesome, awesome work, buddy. Um, and that's it. I will see you all again tomorrow. Thanks for stopping by. So whether we'll you're coming this way, that way, I'll catch you tomorrow on the flip side. Peace.